Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is the Off the Bench podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us on YouTube today. And we've just passed 16 million downloads on our brand new platform over at anchor.fm. I hope you guys are checking that out. We've had really good success there, and I know you're going to love it. So check it out at anchor.fm. Today, I'm thrilled to have on the show my friend Clay Clark and Aaron Antis. And we're going to talk about the Great Reset. This is an important conversation. You guys need to understand the globalists and what's happening in politics. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so welcome to the show today. I'm going to jump right into this because it's such an important topic, and uh, we've talked about it here at the show a lot, but this thing is ramping up. I just got a letter from a listener the other day who said, oh, you know, I don't actually believe that great reset stuff. It's just a bunch of Republican hyperbole. It's not hyperbole. You guys need to understand what's going on. This is a very coordinated effort. We're watching this in all branches of government. Certainly here in Washington State, we're feeling the effects of it as they're closing down our coal mines right in time for winter. So exciting. Clay Clark and Aaron Antis, you guys, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for allowing us to be here. By the way, your set, the whole thing's awesome. Love the set, love the mic, love the background, love love the whole thing. Just want to be here for a while. Thank you. I'm glad to have you guys here. Last time I saw you, I'm pretty sure we were in Oklahoma. Yeah, you know, and I I appreciate you being unapologetic about the truth, and I I hope on today's show to give people uh, uh, 21 knowledge bombs in 25 minutes that most people did not know. Awesome. Let's do it. So why is this such why is this topic so important? Well, the Great Reset is a plan that Klaus Schwab has been working on since 1971. So in 1971, the World Economic Forum was founded by Klaus Schwab per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger the same year that uh, Richard Nixon got us off the gold standard per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger. Those two events are linked. Also in 1971, the book Rules for Radicals was introduced to teach people how to use Luciferian tactics to win out arguments to use emotion over logic, thus... Uh, taking us away from God's laws. And so what happened is, is that the Great Reset was started in 1971. The plan was, and uh, if you want to go to YouTube tonight, folks, and type in uh, Prince Charles World Economic Forum, he delivered a keynote address in 2020 talking about after 50 years, it's now finally time to implement the Great Reset. And if you didn't like that one, in 2016, you can watch Joe Biden. He's the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum discussing the implementation of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And that's Joe Biden in 2016 is giving the keynote address talking about implementing the Great Reset. Again, 2016. So if you're out there today and you haven't um, seen those things, you need to see those. And so what's happening now is you're going to see an acceleration. So people say the last two years were terrible. It's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So this is what's going to happen. One, okay, right now bought a Boston laboratory has now openly admitted that they have created a new deadly COVID-19 strain that now has an 80% kill rate. Mm, And if you don't believe me, and I encourage you not to believe me, that's how we got in this bind is people were just blindly trusting people. So don't believe me. Just type it in right now. Type this into Google right now. Type it in or or DuckDuckGo. Type in experts slam Boston lab where scientists created a new deadly COVID-19 strain with an 80% kill rate. Boston University. Uh, that would be Dateline October 18th, which is now. <laughs> so yeah. that happened. Um, then you have uh, knowledge bomb number two, the uh, Daily Beast. The headline reads today. It says the nightmare COVID-19 variant that beats our immunity is finally here. That sounds like they're excited about it. They're excited. So first sure. we had this jackassery. We were told the virus came from a Wuhan lab. Not true. The virus came from Chapel Hill. 
under the direction of Ralph Barrick and Peter Daszak. They were working on gain-of-function viruses where you take a naturally occurring virus from a human and you seek to – or from an animal and you seek to increase the transmissibility of the naturally occurring coronavirus to the point that it can infect the human. And gain of function being using uh, aborted Fetal. fetuses, there, which also there's in that 1971 is when we started, you know, aborting, aborting babies, aborting which you would babies. need to do to do gain of function research, because exactly. gain of function research takes a naturally occurring virus from an animal, yep. mixes it with fresh but never frozen fetal tissue. Folks, look that up. Type it in. Fresh but never frozen fetal tissue, and they mix, they increase, they seek to increase the transmissibility of a pathogen to jump species. Yep. That's a real thing. So then we had this story of like, well, it came out of Wuhan. Uh, we, no one ever says it came from Chapel Hill. Right. And then, oh, by the way, when the research was banned from America, they just took that research and moved it to Wuhan. Now we have Boston University is openly saying, yes, we have invented a new deadly COVID strain that has an 80 percent kill rate. That's what's going on, Heidi. It's crazy. Well, I wonder, you know, I mean, this is the same Klaus Schwab, right? That said, you're going to own nothing and be happy. Right. right? right. These people are these people are crazy. And now over there in, a, in a England, in Great Britain, we got the queen. She's gone. And there's yep. nothing that's going to stop uh, Charles now, who's the king of England, from right. pushing this radical agenda, which frankly has infected the next generation of the royals also. I think that we a lot of us have kind of bought into this, well, you know, this is it's from Wuhan. It's China's the big enemy. What we don't realize is a lot of this stuff is happening right here. I just heard Biden the other day. Did you guys see this? Here's Biden, you know, dingling, can't swing two coherent sentences together in an ice cream shop, saying that he's not worried about the United States economy. He's focused on the global economy. Economy. Did you guys pick up on that? Uh, and I did hear that. And I'll yeah. tell you this. Just sort of, I'm very clear here. Okay, there's this thing called the BRICS nations. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South That's Africa. Me. That's BRICS. B R I C S. The BRICS nations are all hoarding up the world's gold and moving us into a gold standard that uh, doesn't involve the United States. They're wanting to move into a cryptocurrency backed by gold called a central bank digital currency, CBDC. The BRICS nations are wanting to do this. And now they've picked up Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela. So over 70% of the Earth's population is wanting to move away from the U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're going to see an acceleration. You're going to see it happen. You're going to see an, an acceleration of medical tyranny and of financial tyranny. You're going to see it. Now, uh, a little positive win for America, maybe a positive little sneak in a win with some knowledge bomb number three, is you have Truth Social, which is owned by President Donald J. Trump. Parler, which is uh, looks like it's going to be owned by Kanye West, and Twitter, which is being uh, 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 purchased maybe by Elon Musk. So you have three. Trying, he's trying. What are we on round six of him trying now? <laughs> and, I don't, and I worry about uh, Elon Musk because of his close connections to Neuralink. Mainly, he owns Neuralink, which is being used by the World Economic Forum to connect brains to computers. I worry because he owns CureVac, the largest mRNA manufacturing facility. I worry that he owns OpenAI, which is a company he funded with Bill Gates. I worry about these things. But all I'm just saying is you're starting to see more videos, more clips, more audio, more patents all leaking simultaneously because these platforms are becoming unleashed. So that's a win, mm-hmm. I think. It's a win. I think it's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowledge bomb number four, uh, this is disturbing, is Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick are uh, – they're not hiding the fact – that they definitely were using gain-of-function research, that uh, they were doing gain-of-function research, which caused the, the pandemic. So I want people to listen to this. This is Ralph Barrick delivering a talk in 2018. Ralph Barrick, B-A-R-I-C. Hill, North Carolina. Listen to this. Here we go. 2018. Uh, during the Ebola outbreak, there was about an 8 to 10% drop in the market. It then quickly recovered. I wanted to give you good news. You can. There are winners out there, right? So if you're looking at 
If you want to be prepared and make money in the next pandemic, if that's what you want to do, buy stock in hazmat suit makers and protective clothing. He's openly stating this stuff. And if you want to see the clip yourself, all you got to do is go to rumble.com, search for the Thrive Time Show, boom, all the clips are there. Other clips for sake of time, you have Ralph Barrick. Again, that was Ralph Barrick, okay, speaking about this. You have Peter Daszak. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, this is Peter Daszak. He's openly stating that he worked with the Chinese to create gain-of-function research that creates real killer viruses. Mm. Openly stating it. So you're, they're not hiding anymore, Heidi. So what would be it's so bizarre is if Heidi wants to share the truth about Jesus Christ or about the fact that there is one gender uh, for men, that's men, there's women, women, there's not like 87 genders, there's men and women. There's that's a it. shocker. <laughs> but if you want to say that, if you want to say that there's men and women, if you want to say that we should have, uh, we should stop it, printing money at infinity, a scale that would cause inflation, and we need to be able to heat our homes. If you say that, you're being labeled somewhere between a domestic terrorist and a conspiracy theorist. Meanwhile, they are openly stating, openly stating, Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick, stating, yes, we did work on gain-of-function research. Yes, we did increase the transmissibility of a pathogen. You have Boston University now openly stating, yes, we did successfully create a COVID variant that has an 80% kill rate, and that's acceptable. That's acceptable. You have transgender drag shows uh for for children's reading hours that's acceptable for to have a transgender drag show for this story hour that's Clay, acceptable Clay, you're, you're really starting to sound like an extremist white national christian white nationalist I i'm a, I'm a pale yeah, white. pretty sure you shouldn't be allowed to fly anymore so that's <laughs> that's what's happening though and you're going to see an acceleration of this you're not going to see a decrease of this what i'm trying to do today heidi is just to force the the facts in everyone's head because if we don't see the facts these seem like unrelated and, I, and i'm just telling you i've had some massive frustrations with the people i know i'll talk to them and they'll go clay i just have this happen Heidi, at my kids uh game my, my son is a drummer yeah in the band mm-hmm. and a pretty reasonable guy heidi who's pretty involved in his church comes up to me i've known him for 20 years he says <laughs> I, I i heard that the the system and method for testing for COVID 19 was patented in 2015 i heard that and I said, do you see it? He said, yeah, I went to your website, timetofreeamerica.com, I, Revelation. I went. I haven't seen this guy in years. So I went there. I did the whole timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Revelation. I saw it, that the system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. Hmm. And I read the patent where they're, they're, the, the patent for creating a synthetic immune system was patented in 2012. I have read I've seen it. And he says, uh, I said, yeah, you, you saw it. So what are your thoughts? He goes, I, I just don't know why they would do it. And I said, what do you mean why they would do it? He goes, well, I just, I mean, maybe they were trying to make a, a separate immune system for the better good of humanity. Well, maybe Clay, they were patenting it because they knew the virus was going to come out and they wanted to keep everyone safe. Yeah, and- but I mean, the person who was listed as the inventor on the patent is is Richard Rothschild. So I'm everyone, sure it's just a coincidence. Everyone write this down right now. Okay, type it into Google. Look it up, folks. Type it. Artificial immune system. Methods for making and use. Hit enter. Artificial immune system, methods for making and use, patent number US 8288159B2. US 8288159B2. So people will say, they go, I, just, and I, I felt so bad for the guy. He goes, I just don't understand why they would do it. I don't understand. I don't get, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
And so, and he's, he's, he's a great guy. He's, you know, he's probably a great guy. I've known him from college. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, Clay, the epidemiologist, you know, or I mean, what did you just say? Well, you know, the epidemiologist, we got to trust the science. He kind of mumbles mm. that because he doesn't, because he watches a lot of Fox. So he's going, well, the epidemiologist, because he doesn't know how to use the word. <laughs> so he's like, well, you know, the epidemiologist, they were saying, I mean, overall, you got to trust the science. Because he goes back to the yeah. buzzword. That's his foundation. Trust the science. When he doesn't know what to do with the emotions that conflict where, wow, the logic is here. The actions are here, but I've been told this. It, there's, it's hard for people to handle the cognitive dissonance is the term. Yeah. And so what happens is their amygdala, which is the emotional processing center of the brain. It's the almond-sized part of the brain. It, it's doesn't the process. only one that they use in the universities now. Yeah, there you go. And they can't process... That so they go, well, hey, epidemiologist, man. You know, um, and then you have three ways they process it. They, no, I'm serious. That's what he does. That's what he says. Do you want a burger? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It's like a meat, like, hey, man, the epidemiologist. And he was not arguing with me. He's just like, why do you think they're doing it? I told him. And he says, oh, man, I just, the epidemiologist, man. I said, trust the science. You know, I just, I don't know. Do you want a burger? That's his transition mm-hmm. move. So one is, there's, there's three ways we would handle it. One is denial, which is not just a river in Egypt. Uh-huh. People are denied. They go, well, you want a burger? The second group is it's, it's a, a decision of like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. It's just too big. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big. I can't they're handle o- it. They're overwhelmed. 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 And they go, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm sleeping in until 2 p.m. Stat. I'm going to bed now. It's 4 p.m. I'm sleeping until 2 because that's what I'm going to do. It's the give up method. Yeah. Well, and, and part of it mm-hmm. too, Clay, is that yeah. I think what, what's happened is – you know, people will not resist what they don't think exists. Satan. And that's Satan. And I think most people are like, oh, you know, well, we're in this, you know, battle with the, you know, you know the we're world battling. economic I mean, forum. He's, he's confused. Koslov is confused. It's he's a good really, guy. He's just a little off, you know. Yeah, but it's really about what America is. America is the people who chose God. And that's that's who yeah, we are but as a nation. Didn't, they didn't really choose God, right? Yeah, but you know, you've got you've got God's chosen people, Israel, there you and go. then you have the people who chose God, America, and the devil has been coming after both of those nations since their inception, and will continue to do so. And if people think that that isn't the battle that's going on, they're mistaken, and so they can't even see it. That's the problem. They can't get it. So yeah. when you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation and you look at the timeline of these events, I have, I have painstakingly detailed all the patents, everything, starting in 1971. You just follow it. And I'm starting to see people like you. Um, and I'm, I'm not indicating you're not new to this. I'm just saying I see people like yourself. I see people like Karen Kingston. I see people like... Dr. Judy Mikovits, I see people like Bobby Kennedy Jr., who've been voices in the wilderness for some time, who are now being recognized as truth tellers. Right. And I, I, this is my uh, encouraging slash discouraging word. I only think 5% of America knows what's going on. I see people are saying, the corruption is terrible at the hospital I work at. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't speak up. Or, yeah, the school board is pushing the transgender agenda. Yeah, because you don't speak up. So all I can speak to is myself. I'm going to call myself out. Whistle, blow, party foul. Foul, right here, foul, foul. Referee, foul. I was upset that American values were being eroded. And this was way back in the past, four years ago. And I was watching it, and I would just go home, and I'd be communist. But I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so now what I, I did, you know, do is I sued the mayor of Tulsa to keep the city of Tulsa open with Aaron Antis. I turned my building into a church during the lockdowns. 
I do the Reawaken America tour. I speak openly against mask mandates. I fought against it at the school my kids go to. And I will not stop. And I'm, and I'm getting more and more uh, effective at what I do. I'm becoming less and less apologetic for what I say and what I believe. And I'm seeing a lot of patriots rising. So my, my, my thing right now, I was my homework for everyone today, is there's only about 5% of America that gets it right now. And we're going to have to be at least 51% to save the country. I mean, we're going to have to wake up some people quickly. I mean, it's just math. Well, you know, it's, it's just math. But I'm looking at your list. And, you know, it's depressing. I mean, let's just be honest. It's depressing. I can understand. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having a, a pretty, you know, I'm like you. I yeah. ran for Congress because I'm not going to sit here and just whine and complain about things. We actually need to see people starting to get off the bench and get onto the battlefield. Yep. But it's easy for people to feel uh, confused. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to ask you guys to infuse a little bit of hope into this and start pointing us in a direction where people can get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, guys, so before the break, we've been, t- we've been talking and we've gone kind of all, all over the map, right? America's in trouble. Anybody with a pulse can see that America's in trouble. I see a lot of people who are frustrated and discouraged, and I think the recipe for that, you, you find a – let me uh, put it towards parents, right? Parents are frustrated with the child. There's, they've got one of, one of two things that they can do. They can stick their head in the sand and go, well, at some point he's going to be 18, he's going to move out. Or they can say, you know, I'm going to do the hard work so that when my child turns 18 and moves out, he is a decent human being that can hold down a job. And I'm the one who's going to take the hits right now because it's worth it to invest in the heart of my child. I think people need direction because it's not going to do me any good to give everybody all the information and then have them feel more overwhelmed. So when someone comes to you, just, you know, regular Joe, talk to the mom who's at her kitchen table right now and she's homeschooling five kids and she already feels overwhelmed and she's doing the thing. Like she's growing her microgreens and she's trying to like, you know, she's industrious, but this kind of stuff just sends her right over the top because she's like, well, I'm going to start with my little Maslow's hierarchy of needs here. Okay. Basic level. Don't take the RNA modifying nanotechnology shot. Like don't give yourself an immune. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do it. So don't take Start there. RNA modifying nanotechnology shots. That's step one. Yeah. Step two: don't mutilate the genitalia of your kids. No, <laughs> and I mean this. No, but listen, this is real. These stuff. are practical tips. Clay. Listen, this listen to what I, listen to the words coming out of my mouth. This is very serious. It might mm-hmm. sound funny, but it's serious. I talked to a woman on the tour. Great lady. She said, "I got to talk to you." I said, "Privately." I said, "Okay, great." I said, "What's going on?" She says, "My kid's about the age of your kid, and I got a problem." I said, "What's the problem?" She says, "My son is dating a girl who's transitioning to a boy." Oh, wow. And I keep hearing it every day. Yeah, stay away from that. So step one, don't put RNA-modifying nanotechnology inside your body, a.k.a. the COVID shots. Two, don't mutilate the genitalia of your kids, despite the pressure you may feel. Three, don't apologize for loving Christ ever. Four, no, eternity is your reward and not this earth. Because I personally, personally, I personally believe, based upon facts, and I will fire them off. Hey, can I throw one in here? Sure. I, I, I want to throw in a five. Yep. And defund the swamp and refund the kingdom. Stop spending money in places where you know that they absolutely hate everything you stand for, your Christian values, principles. Stop spending money at Disney. Don't take your family to Disney World. Are oh, Disney me? is a, such a communist, Marxist, money godless, on like transgender breeding ground. All these oh. Amazon Prime, all these places. Oh, Ulta. You can, add, you can add Ulta to the list, too, because I was oh, just watching videos. 
everybody. I was in there a couple of weeks ago by the Portland airport, oh, and almost everybody in there. It was it was horrifying. The people you that worked there, the there was they were all people. men dressed like women. No, and now today, have you guys seen Ulta has a brand new podcast? That's hosted by two trans men, and they were uh, trans women. I, it's so confusing, whatever. And they were talking about how they're going to be mothers someday. And I was like, get out of here. No, you're not. No, no you're not. not. And so I said, okay, that's it. I was already frustrated. we got to stop giving our money to organizations that are furthering the destruction of America. Exactly. I have a worldview that is very uh, bizarre for most people. I'm just going to give it to you. I'm going to keep fighting to try to save America, but I don't actually think it's going to be saved. Well, not I, according to scripture. We don't read a lot about the Bible. Um, everyone's like, hey, where's where's the United States in prophecy? We're a nation in decline right now. We're absolutely a nation in decline. Um, the, the Euphrates River is drying up, okay? So if anybody out there hasn't read this, read Revelation chapter 16, 12, Revelation. And by the way, the book of Revelation is the only book in the Bible that says, if you read this, you will be blessed. Read that, okay? So Revelation, uh, so I, I personally think that the Euphrates drying up is a good thing. We continue, the Bible warns us, Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18, look out for the number 666. And Bill Gates has a patent, W02020060606 for a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. There it is. And that would be Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. The World Economic Forum has chosen to take on the logo 666. The Google Chrome logo is 666. CERN's logo is 666. Congress is working on legislation called HR 666. If you read Matthew chapter 24 and Luke chapter 21 today, you're going to discover that all the things that have to happen before Christ's return are happening. Um, the red heifers are now in Israel. Okay, so you say, where's the hope? This is my, this is my recommendation. This is where you get the hope. Okay, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Okay. Now, again, I'm just throwing it out. I'm just, I know this sounds depressing, but I grew up very poor and I became very not poor very quick. And I'm not impressed with the things of the earth. And I'm ready for Jesus to come. Hmm. Any day would be fine. Now I'm happy. It'd be great. But this is what it says here. It says, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 18. It says, but I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. A lot of people are asleep, so we can't be ignorant. That ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. There it is. People have no hope. Okay, for if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, which I do, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring uh, with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Hey. And with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. A lot of prophets say Trump will become a trumpet. There's a lot of prophets that say that. Yeah. The word Trump is referenced here. And it's talking, if you do believe that Trump is a trumpet, look at the Bible and look how the word trumpet is used. It is it's to wake people up to the return of God. I'm not saying that Trump is God or related to God. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, don't I'm, say I'm, that on my show. You no, know, I'm just saying there, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, Trump's going to be a trumpet. Okay, well, what does a trumpet do in the Bible? It wakes people up to the return of Christ. So I could say whatever you, if you like Trump or you don't like Trump, all I'm saying is his presidency woke people up to a lot of things. And I personally disagree with him about Operation Warp Speed and a lot of things. But all I can say is that people are waking up. So here we go. We continue. It says, for him, for Lord, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel with, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive, which would be us, and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall ever we be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So I'm asking the question today. In the event that America is over, is it possible to still have hope? Yes, because America's not in the Bible, and the idea of America, all I'm saying is we have to decouple the idea. We have to fight like we wouldn't believe to help save America. 
But in the event that America's over, do we actually believe in Jesus? So that's why at our events, people say, are the events, are the Reawaken America Tour events successful? All I track is the number of baptisms. That's literally all I track. Yes, they're sold out. I do not take any income or salary. Yes, I have found a way to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars on a monthly basis. But you, but the thing is, is that people are t- coming to these events, and they, 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 you see it, Aaron. They come because they're oh, yeah. going to see Eric Trump or yeah. Mike Lindell or people that are much more impressive or bigger resume than me. Yep. And they go, this is what happens every time. I meet them in line on, on day two, and I say, what did you learn? And they go, God is real. And Satan is too. I hear that all the time. Oh yeah. And I go, well, what, what did you do? And they go, I got baptized last night. I haven't been to church in 20 years. I, I, I don't even backslide. I haven't ever slid forward or back. I've just, I've just been, you know, I, I have been a raging alcoholic my entire life. But I thought that Klaus Schwab was corrupt, so I'm here. And now I'm <laughs> on Team Jesus. I mean, so I'm true. seeing that. So the baptisms are the only lot. thing that I track. And I, so salvation is my top priority. And then the second priority, which would be convenient because I have five kids, would be saving the nation. But I'm not necessarily saying that it's possible or isn't possible. I'm just saying I have resigned myself to believing that my focus is to lead people to Christ because that's the one thing I can control, and it starts with my kids. Well, I think it's something that we haven't we haven't uh, the church has really fallen fallen asleep in oh. a lot of respects. And I've been talking. I was probably one of the first voices that said, "Dude, something's wrong. This whole COVID thing, it's garbage. Right. We've never handled a virus like this before." And uh, those of us who are out in the front lines, in fact, my podcast yesterday was all about where we go from here. Like, there's a lot of people now that are waking up and they're going, "Oh my word, we just realized we got totally propagandized. We were totally taken for a ride. Yep. The corruption, the coercion." you know, all of it. But you said it right. Uh, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And what we want with our families is not knowledge. Like we can give people a lot of knowledge. Right. Wisdom is the ability to apply the things that we're learning correctly through uh, a biblical lens, understanding our hope isn't in this world. Jesus said that, right? We don't live for this city. We live for a city there to come is. whose architect and builder is God. And, I've had, and I've so had that frees you. It frees you from the from feeling like I, I told you, Clay, last time I saw you, the Homeschool Resource Center, which right now we just registered 1,800 students here. We are Man. bursting wow. at the seams this fall. And we stayed open during COVID. And we didn't we didn't uh, bow because we knew something was wrong. And I wasn't going to normalize the abnormal for children. There you go. And to injure more, you know, more deeply than was already happening in the culture. And Christians are going to have to become courageous. This is going to require courage. And moms can be cur- courageous by just speaking the truth and not hiding from the truth and not hiding from difficult topics. I think, you know, we become courageous when we get off the bench and onto the battlefield. We run for school board instead of whining about it. We're actually running for positions of authority. And we're getting out there and we're talking about these things, not from a not from a position of, of you know, I know all these things. And I know more than you. Let me lecture you, but say, hey, let's come alongside each other and see what we can do to start spreading the gospel. Because the gospel is really where it's at. The gospel is is the hope and that we you, have. And if you look up Luke chapter nine today, I would encourage everyone to read Luke chapter nine. By the way, you might want to read the rest of the Bible, too. But Luke chapter nine is a great place to start. And I'm just going to walk you through. Let's start with Mark and then we'll go to Luke just briefly. So Mark. OK, so uh, I'm summarizing. Please read the Bible, folks. Read the King James Version uh, or whatever version. It's Don't read the New International Version. It's very heavily edited. But so Jesus, uh, he gets baptized. John the Baptist baptizes him. And he goes, okay, all right, okay, got that figured out, you know. And then Jesus, he goes into the straightway, it says, right away. He goes into the desert, you know, or wilderness where he's tempted by Satan. Mm-hmm. 
40 days, correct? Yep. And then he comes back, and he's like, okay, okay, got that figured out. Now we've beat him. We've defeated Satan. Got that. Boom. So then he says, I'm going to start laying hands on the sick and casting out demons. You know. And so what happened in devils, what happens is the scribes and the Pharisees, which would be like the modern-day politicians, they're going, by what authority do you do this? Is he, is he from Beelzebub? You know, they're like, how do you, who do you think you are, man? Casting out demons and laying hands on the sick and talking to prostitutes about Jesus and healing people on the Sabbath, you crazy, sick freak. What do you think, you're God? And he's like, well, actually, I'm the son of God. You know, and so, and then so he goes around, and then if you look at how all of, and I, well, someone should write this down. Someone write it down. Look it up today. Look up how all the founding fathers died. Look it up tonight, folks. And how did all of the apostles die? Okay. By the way, good. if you read John, you get to the end of it. Uh, some may argue that John might not be dead. Okay, but anyway, so you, but all the apostles died in a violent way. The only one we don't know how he died was John. And it's John, John does ask if he can hang out until Christ returns. So you read it yourself and see what he says. But all I'm saying is a lot of people don't. They don't so now we see Christians today who think that the logo of Christianity is bling, bling. It's money. It's like, oh, if I'm, I'm a Christian, right. I'm blessed. I'm making all this money. I drive a Mercedes. I drive a Maserati to church every Sunday because I'm so blessed. You know, no. If you stand up for your faith, you're going to receive blessings, but it's not related to fiat currency. <laughs> and it says in the Bible, for the love of money is the root of all evil and for, for, it's caused some to err from their faith. So I see people all the time, right, Christians who say, I love Jesus, but in, in, so in order to... I see people, they say, I, literally, it's been said to me, I got the shot, you know, so that way I can still go to work, you know, and witness to the unbelievers. Mm. Like, what are you doing? This is RNA modifying nanotechnology that fulfills the mark of the beast technology in many ways. And you're going to put that in your bot. Well, the reason why I didn't speak out against the school board is because I don't want to get fired as a teacher so I can reach the lost by never talking about Christ ever because I want to be a witness. And my witness is more of a silent witness. I just kind of lead by example, <laughs> except for when that gets me in trouble. It's just bogus. And so Christians have to stand up. We got to do it. And knowing that we might not receive our reward until we get to heaven. I'll just throw that out there. Well, and I think that's uh, that's important for Christians to know right now because I think we have been living for this area. You know, we have oh. been living for this place, for this world. And we got to stop doing it. You know, it's the reason why I pulled my kids out of the public school system a long time ago. People say to me, aren't you worried about socialization? Yes, I am. It's exactly why I pulled my kids out of the government school system. People... People need to start thinking more critically. We've lost our ability to think critically about what's happening around us. And what's really sad about this is it's our children who are suffering. It's our children who are really taking it, uh, taking the hit because of parents who have decided that we're going to pursue other things You're outside of what God would have us pursue. You're the best. I, I, you, who, me? Oh. No, I mean this. I, I want oh, okay. To, no, I mean this. I'll be able to know this. You so should have come here and run for run for Congress with me because I didn't hear that very often. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say that I want to I give people some practical tools here, four of which are free before you have to hang up on me. One is if you're listening right now and you're looking for a job that does not require the shots, we have employers that you can sign up for free at timetofreeamerica.com, and employers want to hire you. It's free. Just sign up. Boom. Second, if you're uh, somebody who doesn't want to take the RNA-modifying shots, we have pastors in all 50 states that are willing to sign a COVID-19 vaccine religious exemption, and they are working in many instances, and you can get those at timetofreeamerica.com. If you want to see a documentary about the Great Reset and the Reawakening, and you're like, I just want to, I need to sit down and just watch it and understand it, you can watch it for free at timetofreeamerica.com. 
Um, if you say, I want to read a book to understand what's happening, I need to see the patents myself. You can download The Great Reset versus The Great Reawakening at time2freeamerica.com. And then if you want to come join us on the Reawaken America Tour, um, the highlights are we have about 70 speakers over two days. You know, Mike Lindell, General Flynn, uh, Eric Trump, Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Mikevitz, Dr. And all these people that speak, they're all unapologetically sharing the truth. And so you want to bring a notepad. The doors open at 6 a.m. We start off about 8 in the morning with praise and worship. We go till 8 p.m. at night, both nights. You're going to leave going, wow. So if you, if you know about medical fraud, you're going to learn about election fraud. If you know about election fraud, you're going to learn about religious fraud, monetary fraud, mainstream media fraud. I mean, each speaker has their own area. And, and then they put the puzzle together. And, I just, and I'm, I'm seeing more and more people like you attend these events, people that are bold women and men. Well, I'm glad that you guys have been here. Before you leave today, I, I want to just say something because I know there's a lot of people listening to this. Like I, uh, we switched platforms about a year and a half ago, and so we're coming up on uh, well, 16 million downloads. A lot of people are going to hear this show, and I want I want people to hear because a lot of people will listen who have already taken the shot. Whether it was because they felt like they had to for their job. I just read a letter yesterday on the air of a of a nurse who her husband said, I'm sorry, you can't quit your job. You know, we need it. So she took the shot because her husband asked her not to quit her job. We're not here to instill fear or guilt onto anyone. What we're here to say is we can we can't make we can't change what's been, but we can certainly make better decisions going forward. And I think a lot of people now are being open to truth. Truth is what's in the crosshairs right now. And if there's any hill worth dying on, it's the hill of objective truth. And people need to start talking again about the difference between good and evil and right and wrong instead of sticking our head in the sand and, and assuming that, that uh, yeah, I'm do it. This. You know, there's a lot of people that have been eating synthetic, modified, genetically modified beef. A lot of people have been having a lot of sex with people they're not married to. A lot of people sleeping around, horning around, doing dumb things. A lot of people embezzling money, not paying your taxes. There's a, I mean, come on. Everybody out there, we've all, in a little corner of our life, you know, fallen short of what God wants for us. And so for me to say that you, or for anyone to say that you are not a smart person and you don't qualify to get to know your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because of a decision you made because of extreme pressure and you didn't know, that, that's ridiculousness. So I'm not here to judge or condemn. I'm here to tell you that Paul wrote 13 books of the Bible, and before doing that, he fed Christians to lions. That was what his full-time job was, persecuting Christians. And I, don't, <laughs> and I don't know, and so I'm just saying, I don't know how many, let's just say Paul you know, fed thousands of Christians to lions. So if you're out there today and you've fed 10,000 Christians or more to lions, mm -hmm. that's the line. That's the line. Of it can what be you beyond that. You over. cannot become yeah. a Christian. 13,001. Yeah. Then, but, but I mean, yeah. seriously, Paul wrote 13 books of the Bible and he was the worst. Yeah. You know, so anyway. Yeah. Know and there's healing. I, I, there's healing. You know, mm -hmm. I think, you know, we tell people all the time that God's the healer. Right. And so we're watching now. I just my whole show was dedicated to this yesterday. All the fallout that I think we're going to see from the rest of our lives from oh, people who were forced to take a shot. A really, really good friend of mine who's a physician. They were going to take his medical license away from him. He ended up after the after the first booster with an autoimmune disease. And now because his uh, medical practice was very detailed surgery and uh, neurosurgery, he, he can no longer practice because his hands shake all the time. So he lost his job anyway. Wow. There are a lot of people who are really hurting, who have been lied to, who have been abused 
paralyzed, and now they're they're starting to wake up. And I want them to know, listen, God's the healer, and whatever whatever uh, line of work that you were in, that now you're no longer in, God can provide for you another line of work. He's in the business of healing people, restoring hearts and minds and souls and families, and that's the hope I think that we have in the gospel because we don't live for here. Right? We're not, you know, we're here going, hey, we seek a city to come whose architect and builder is God, and we're all moving that direction. And I'm with you guys. I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. The Lord can come back any minute. And I'm going to be like, if my grandmother was still alive, dude, she'd be sitting outside in her rocking chair going, it's going to happen today. The signs are there. <laughs> it's going to happen today. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I wrote a Bible study on the book of Revelation called People Get Ready. And the key verse was the Lord himself from 1 Thessalonians 4 will descend from heaven with the shout. And I'm excited about the return of the Lord. As Christians, we have so much to be excited about. Yes, we want to be awake. We want to be uh, aware, certainly. I mean, I've spoken at the Reawaken America yeah. Tour. I love what you guys are doing. I think it's so important because you're bringing people together and they're finding a common bond and saying, hey, wow, there is such a thing is truth. And there are people who are, are pursuing it. And I think we're going to see a major change. Hopefully we're going to see a good shift happen in the November elections. I'm sure praying for that in my neck of the woods. And you guys are a big part of that. Where can people find you online? Uh, time to free America.com time to free America.com. And if you go to rumble.com and search for the thrive time show on rumble.com, you can find us. I will say this too, before you have to hang up on me, you're funny. You're a very funny speaker. When you speak, you, yeah, you're you, great. You, you, you have a great stage presence where you're funny and it's funny enough that I can handle the knowledge bombs you're dropping. So anybody out there that's wanting to bring you in to speak, you're mm-hmm. like it's like a sneak attack because you're not like oh, I'm a you know a conservative comedian, but you show up and it's funny. It's a blasty it blast. Yeah. I, it's unpredictable. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. I was honored to be able to come. I always tell people, listen, I've got seven kids. At some point, it has to be funny. Right. At some point. Yeah. You have to go, wow, I just got myself in a big old mess. I got seven kids. I just have, We just had our fourth grandbaby, you guys. Really? Oh, congratulations. Racking them up. That's Unbelievable. Awesome. Yes. True story. True story. Wow. Well, thank you for covering out time for us. Hey, thank you guys for coming on. Let's do it again. I, I took, like, look at me, man. I took, like, two and a half pages of notes. I mean, it's going to take me a while to dissect these things. So thank you for coming on, for dropping all the truth bombs, for loving people. I think that's what I love about you, both of you, Clay and Aaron, uh, is that your love for God's motivating you to love people. And I appreciate that and the way that it's uh, working out in your life. So thank you guys for coming on the show. Take right. care. Have thank a great you, day. Heidi. See ya. Bye-bye. You're very welcome. You guys want more information on today's guests? You can go to HeidiStJohn.com, click on the podcast, scroll down to the show notes, and I will have them listed for you today. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith 